Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 260 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about Alex's football game this past weekend. We're going to process all the things that happened in our respective corners of the college football world. We're also going to talk about the Adele concert, the Taylor Swift album, fun pop culture things. We would love for you to stop by our Amazon shop if you are so inclined. It's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. And it's where we put so many of the things that we love and love to use. And as always, we're so happy you're here with us. And we hope you enjoy episode 260. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And we have had our last high school football game. Oh, listen, I can't, like, I can't even tell you how I was experiencing secondhand grief with you (laughs) as you were texting me Friday night because it brought up, like, I could have cried because it's like it brought up, you know how somebody will go through something and it brings up an old wound in you? Yes. Yes. That's how I felt. So (sighs) tell us. Tell us all the things. Well, they played so hard. And I, uncharacteristically, Friday, I thought all day Friday, I kept thinking tonight could be the last one. Tonight could be uh-huh. the last one because we were playing the number one seed. Yeah. And in our part of the state and so, in 6A. So mm-hmm. I, I, I tried to prepare myself and I tried to like, what will I do? How will I walk through this? This yes. needs to be about Alex and not about me. Mm-hmm. But still hopeful that we would win. And we, we played a great first half. It's just they're, the team we played is so good. They're so fast. Yeah. And, you know, just over the course of the game, especially in the second half, they they just they got a lead and we couldn't uh-huh. catch up. Ugh. So probably, I don't know, with maybe like, with two or three minutes left in the game, I don't know when I have ever dreaded a a clock Mm. kind of counting down Uh Uh like that but um anyway they were the the team we weren't at home we were at the other team's field and they were really sweet to let all of our our parents and family members like go out on the field where the boys were Uh that's good and so we um we walked out there and I had seen Alex and could I could tell that he was crying, you know, mm-hmm. they were all were. Yeah. And, and because he's played with the same group of boys for so long, David said this, and I thought it was so true. When you see him cry like that, you see their little fifth grade faces. Oh, God. <laughs> and, oh. you know, you know, you just know exactly what they looked like when they were little. And yeah. so um, anyway, so he walked out on the field and Alex saw us and he, he gave us like a, you know, he, when he smiled, he was trying uh-huh. Yeah. But then I hugged him and he just Ugh. fell apart. And, um, and I mean, there's just nothing to do in that moment, but just no. stand there and cry. And so yeah. that's what we did. And then Ugh. talked to some of the other players and families and um, you'll appreciate, I think I've told you the gist of this, but our quarterback is a junior. He's mm-hmm. really heavily recruited by a lot of schools that, our listeners love and mm-hmm. um, a lot of schools in the, in the Southeastern conference. Just he's, he's going to have an incredible yeah. future football wise, but he's the best leader I've ever seen in high school mm-hmm. sports. And wow. so he got my motivational speech um, when it was all said and done. I, I, I really felt compelled to, yes. to, <laughs> to go and, and tell him a few things about leadership, which I'm sure is exactly what he wanted to hear. Yes. Well, um, in that moment, but he's such a great leader. And uh, um, so anyway, we, we finally just, I don't know, decided, okay, we have to leave. We can't stay here on this football yeah. field 
all night. And we were in the car with our friends, Joey and Stephanie, and then our friend Casey was with, was with us because her husband had to go separately. He got off work late. Uh-huh. Anyway, I will say this is the, the sweet thing about, you know, we've been to every game together since yeah. the kids were in seventh grade. And I don't remember what started it, but something made us laugh uh-huh. on, the, on the way home. And it was <laughs> that kind of thing where then everything was funny. Yeah. And so I thought, well, this is, you know, at least as we get, we, we are driving home, there's a lot yeah. of laughter. Um, and Alex said their bus ride back to school was, was equally funny. Like they, oh, God. you know, they kind of bounced back together. And then all the seniors went out to the field and stayed there to our home oh. field and stayed there to like 1230 that night. And he was sad on Saturday, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he's still sad. Yeah. He, but, man, what a run. And I, I will tell you what I've thought about all weekend. Um, I mean, I'm obviously, I've thought about him and just uh-huh. the amount of time and all that kind of stuff and how much he's loved it. But I have thought so much about his coaches. And just, uh-huh. I would not take anything Mm. for the time he has spent under the leadership of his coaches and the way that they have taught him and his teammates, the way they have led them, the things they have taught him. I just like it just it'll ripple in his life forever. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot to be thankful for. But golly, I just it's it's hard. It's a that that is a gut punch. I feel like I cried on and off if for I'm going to say for a month, I'll, like yeah. it would just hit me like waves in weird moments where mm-hmm. it had just been such a, and there were different parts that I grieved, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just so hard to watch them. And, and the thing was, is it was absolutely, it was time. Like it was time for soccer to be over. Caroline knew it was time for soccer to be over. I mean, now she would tell you that she has zero regrets, but man, to watch them do that thing that they love and they've done for so long for the last time is just hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I woke up Saturday morning and I think I woke up before everybody and I went and sat on the couch and I was looking, Alex had posted on Instagram and there, there, our friend Joey took a picture of when, um, I was hugging him and, uh-huh. and, uh-huh. and he was, oh, I'm aware, I'm aware. <laughs> Anyway, and Alex put it on his Instagram story mm-hmm. with that Ben Rector song, Note to Self. Yeah. And that, I'm going to take that just about took me out. Like that uh-huh. was, that, that just about took me out. But I, uh-huh. you know, I, I'm trying to remember all the, all the good things. And uh-huh. I mean, it was just, it was a great experience all the way yeah. around, even when things were hard. Um, yeah. It was just a really great experience. So uh, super grateful well, for I'm it. I'm going to but... tell you, his Instagram post just about took me out on Saturday <laughs> morning. That was like the first thing. Like I got up and I was like looking and I saw it and I was like, well, I'm done. I'm done for the day. Like it just, oh man, it's, you know, better things ahead or new things ahead. But man, it's just, it's hard sometimes to say goodbye to the things that you've done. Yeah. I'm 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 really grateful I think that when I look at where he started when he was in fifth grade you know and and when I look at where we ended and I he is a great teammate like Mm -hmm. objectively he is a great teammate and I just I'm so I'm so I'm I'm excited to see how that plays out in the next phase Mm -hmm. but um I I did not understand what that would feel like uh, Friday night and it was, uh-huh. it was, um, I don't know. It was just it, to every game has always been, you know, even when we've lost, it's been a happy experience, but yeah. that, that felt that, that did not feel so happy there toward the end, but no, no, anyway. uh-uh. no, not, it's, it's just a whole thing. It's yeah. a whole thing, but it is the whole, it's the beautiful part of like, I look at Caroline now and you're going to see this with Alex too, where it's like, you know, we make the sports can be so much about the sports, but it's the intangible things are really what the sports 100%. are about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's him learning to be a great teammate yeah. and the way he supported his team and all that. And you think that will serve him the rest of his life and his family and his job and everything he does. hundred percent. And I told him, you know, when we were standing on the field, I was like, how great to love something so much that it hurts uh-huh. this much when you lose it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So... That was that. And 
I mean, we had a great season. They were 10 yeah. and 2. And so yeah. um, I'm really proud of all of them. I love those boys. And it's been a blast to watch them grow up. That's so fun. Hey, it's me here to tell y'all about Thrive Cosmetics. Here's what you need to know. Thrive Cosmetics is amazing. Their products are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. Their clinically proven formulas not only highlight your best features, they actually improve your skin over time. Here are my personal favorites. Right now, the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a cream to powder highlighter eyeshadow stick that brightens and opens up your eyes. It gives you an instant eye lift. To me, it's my new secret weapon for tricking others into thinking that I've actually gotten a good night's sleep. It's foolproof, it highlights, it's easy to apply, and it makes your eyes pop with the perfect wash of color and glow. And it's available in 13 universally flattering, shimmering shades. There's a perfect one, one for a daytime eye and one for a holiday party eye. I love it. My other new favorite product, and this was actually one of my five favorite things a few weeks ago, is their Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream. It is the best eye lifting cream I have ever tried. It's a holy grail eye cream. It instantly lifts, it tightens, it brightens the look of skin around your eyes while giving you line smoothing hydration. It really does diminish the fine lines around your eyes. It's magic. It softens, it soothes, it moisturizes your skin while instantly reducing the appearance of dark circles and puffiness. It makes me look like I've slept great every day. And that's not always the truth. It really is like a beauty sleep in a bottle. I love it so much. I also love that Thrive Cosmetics has a bigger than beauty mission. Every product purchased, their commitment is to support nonprofit partners with a donation of funds or products. To me, that's so unique and it's so inspiring that they are giving back. It's a beauty brand that goes beyond being skin deep. I love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are some of the best I've ever used and their bigger than beauty mission is so inspiring. You're gonna love them as much as we do. Visit thrivecosmetics.com slash bigboo for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer you can only get here. That's Thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash bigboo for 15% off your first order. Again, that's thrivecosmetics.com slash bigboo. Okay, so tell me about the shankles. What's going well, on? Well, speaking of losing things this weekend. <laughs> bless speaking it. Of, bless speaking it. Speaking of, I'm going to go ahead and make that transition. <laughs> oh, bless it. Oh, listen, I'm going to say, but but here's what I told you. You texted me. I was texted you Saturday saying, are you okay? Is everything okay? How are y'all? You texted me yesterday. Are you okay? Is everything okay? <laughs> And I was like, here's what's happened. I've had a hard reset back to realistic expectations. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you kind of, you look and go, yes, we could have, but now I can live like a normal person. I don't really care what the top 10 rankings are because okay. it doesn't matter anymore. I don't care if Auburn beats Alabama. It doesn't matter anymore. Cincinnati, go play in the playoffs. What do I care? It doesn't matter. So... I'm, I, listen, I just, I felt for you. I, uh, uh, my friends felt for you, you know? know, people were, were checking on you and, and, but maybe a little scared to reach out one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. you know, yeah. but yeah. Well, it was fine. It really, it was Perry had come out. He'd gone to the ranch and he'd been gone Friday night, but then he came home Saturday and we picked up barbecue. And so we sat down to watch the game together. And it was one of those, you know how you just know, like the first five minutes mm -hmm. in, you're like, huh, this isn't the team that I wish had shown up in Oxford. Like right. this wasn't what I was hoping for. Um, we didn't seem, we just seemed a little flat. It felt like we came out maybe not ready for how fast their offense was going to move. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, I was frustrated. Did I not sleep great Saturday night? Because I was still wondering why we didn't give A-Chain more carries. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say that was also on the state message boards. There was, there was some curiosity about why, no, if you know that Ole Miss's rush defense is not necessarily the greatest or has not been the greatest this season. Yeah. Why don't you rush the ball more? Because yeah. He was getting a lot of yards when he got yeah, it. Yeah, was. I will tell you, as a matter of fact, I will tell you that he had 12 carries for 112 yards and two touchdowns okay. is what I'm going to tell you. So he, he had about 10 yards a carry, yes. about nine yards a carry, yes. which, is a, yes. which is good, and, you know? Which is great. Mm -hmm. And so, and here's the thing, for Calzada, for all that I love his grit and his heart, and I do think the kid has grit and heart and wants to win, um, he's not a phenomenal quarterback and our receivers weren't having a good night. So why are we going to try to pass the ball 41 mm -hmm. times? You know, like maybe 
let's switch. And I don't know why we didn't. There again, Jimbo didn't call me to ask me my thoughts. <laughs> he did not consult opinion. you when he was mapping out the offensive scheme for the evening. No. And I think the thing was, is in the first half, I know they were really, Ole Miss was really stacking the box to shut down our run game. Mm -hmm. And they were essentially daring us to throw it. But by the second half, it seemed like they had kind of adjusted or they weren't doing that as much. And we were, like I said, but listen, it is what it is. And as I gained my perspective on (laughs) Sunday morning, as I, as I wrestled with it, I thought, here's the thing. If you had told me that our starting quarterback was going to go down in the third game of the season Mm -hmm. and that we would still have the chance to finish out 10 and three, I would have not believed you because that would have seemed like a really good finish considering that you don't have your starting quarterback. And we are playing our backup quarterback who is really injured at this point. I mean, he's clearly playing through some pain. I mean, he's got a shoulder issue. He's got a knee issue. So, you know, it is what it is, okay. is, is what I'm going to say. So I've come back around. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Well, and I I think I texted you this late Saturday night, too. That was the first road game atmosphere like that y'all have had. You know? It was. It was. For what it it's was. worth. And, I mean, that, yeah. I, know, I know, listen, we could... We could come up with 42 mitigating factors. Yeah. It just, it was the rebels night. It was not y'all's night. It was not our night. Mm-hmm. And and it's fine. It's, it's all fine now. So now we still have to go. So we play Prairie View at home this weekend, which, you know, should be a piece of cake. And then we have to go play LSU and Death Valley now that LSU has seemed to kind of find itself a little bit more. So I'm really looking forward to that. Okay. But um. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the real tragedy of the weekend for me, of the whole game, and I texted you this, is that I chose Saturday night to have my inaugural wearing of my Aggie script hoodie yes. that I had bought. I've thought about this. I have really thought about this. Mm-hmm. And we lost. And so now it feels like I'm never going to be able to wear it again on game day. Right. Like it, it feels like it's dead to me. I mean, I can wear it other times, but the real tragedy for me is, is I feel like now the Aggie script hoodie can never be worn on right. game it's day. T- the Aggie script hoodie is tainted. It's tainted. Yes. But tainted. I think, listen, could you, could you put some essential oils on it? Maybe and <laughs> say a prayer over it. And... Yeah, maybe so. Missed it with some sage. That's and right. Cleansing. Uh, yes. Maybe so, maybe so, but I don't know when I'm going to feel okay about wearing it again. You know what I'm saying for a game? I understand. I absolutely understand Mm -hmm. that. Um, I'm just, I'm sorry that it, that it didn't go your way, but I I applaud your perspective low these two days after the fact. So thank you. I appreciate it. I've, I've really worked through it. I've worked through some grief. I've read the message boards. I've Mm -hmm. had a lot of thoughts, but you know, it is what it is. And so, and, and, Bottom line is, is who's undefeated this season now? Cincinnati, Georgia, and UTSA. That's it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's everybody's. um, And I will say that then seeing the Longhorns lose in overtime to Kansas, I felt like was a little bit of the balm that my soul needed. (laughs) Right. Well, that was kind of the Lord, wasn't it? (laughs) I'm just kidding, y'all. I really am just kidding. I know. It was, listen, it's. Gully said it's almost too sad at this point, you know. So, but I don't know if you've seen the SEC short from today. I haven't. Oh, listen, you need to watch it. It will put it in the show notes. It is a treasure. Like they nail it every week. But I mean, I laughed out loud today. Okay. it, It did bring me some joy. Okay. I'm so glad. I know. Hey, it's me taking a quick break to tell y'all about StoryWorth. This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique, just like the relationship we share. And that's why I'm giving everyone I care about StoryWorth. This eliminates so much Christmas shopping stress because you're not worried about, do I get them another tie? Do I get them a wallet again? Did I already get that last year? It's something that's actually meaningful. So StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It's thoughtful and it's meaningful and it connects you to those who matter most and what a great gift to give so every week StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options and each unique prompt asks questions that you've never thought to ask what's the bravest thing you've ever done what's your biggest regret if you could see into the future what would you want to know and then after one year StoryWorth compiles all your loved ones stories including photos into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come 
I love this because it's the kind of thing that I can keep and I can hand it down to Caroline so that she learns more about her grandmother and her grandfather and she can keep it and then pass it down to her kids. It just keeps your family history alive in such a beautiful way. Plus, reading the weekly stories helps you connect with your loved ones no matter how near or far apart you are. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. You can do the same. Go to StoryWorth.com slash BigBoo and save $10 on your first purchase. That's StoryWorth.com slash BigBoo to save $10 on your first purchase. But now you had a banner weekend. I I, I really did. I mean, I'm going to tell you that... If if you if your team is playing a college football game the day after your son has played his last <laughs> high school football game, mm-hmm. what I experienced this weekend is the way you want that to go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, because we started watching the game, and you know, I mean, we're not that far from Auburn, but I just I don't necessarily I I love seeing different campuses, but I don't necessarily enjoy football away games because I always feel out of place you know Mm -hmm. like it's just Mm -hmm. it's it's a different vibe than if you go to a baseball game or you go to a basketball game like it's because it's such a huge crowd yeah so we were here and when when if any well people may not know but essentially Auburn was up 28-3 over state so after the first quarter we switched and we were watching a a we watched a good bit of the first half of the Sanford, Florida game because Sanford uh, was giving them a run for the bunny. Yeah, they did. And they went up by, I think, two touchdowns at one point. Mm-hmm. But then we switched back to the state game at the end of the second quarter. We watched them score, which was great. They So it was 28-10. And um, then I had a nail appointment. I don't even know if you know this part. Oh, no, I didn't know this part. So when we were texting about it, I was at the nail salon because my nail salon always has football games on on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So I knew I could still watch the game. So I got there and that was when we came out second half and we scored and we scored again and we scored again. And essentially yeah. it was 40 unanswered points by the Bulldogs. Oh, unbelievable. It was the largest comeback in Mississippi state history. Wow. Auburn had been, listen, I know all the stats. Auburn oh, yeah. had been, was 63 and O in games where they led by 25 points or more. Oh my gosh. But now they are 63 and one. I mean, yeah, State's are. comeback was just one for the ages. In the in the second half, Will Rogers, our quarterback, went 24 for 26. Unbelievable. Um, I mean, just unbelievable. There was at one point where Jordan Rogers, who was doing the color commentary for the game, said, Will Rogers, it's like he's unconscious. Like he uh-huh. just, yeah. like that yeah. offense, it just started to click. We uh-huh. had the ball for 20 minutes in the second half. Uh, Auburn uh-huh. had it for less than 10. So it was just, like, it was a complete turnaround. And I, listen, I understand my Auburn friends are grieving. Like I know yeah, that's a total Mississippi State thing to happen in terms of uh-huh. usually we're on the other side of that. Yeah. But the way they came back and won that game, I just, I, I'm still not over it. My daddy called oh. me last night and he was like, did you see that game? I just, I can't, I can't believe what they did, but I'm so happy for him. I'm so oh. So happy for him, and it I, was unbelievable. Yeah, and I think um, I think I heard that Will Rogers connected with like eleven different people. Like wow. that's that many receivers, that many running backs are in mm-hmm. on the on the offense, which is amazing. Wow. So, and the offensive line played lights out second half, just mm-hmm. lights out. So. It was a good one. And I've yeah. watched it more than once is what I'll tell well, you. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, and what I'm going to say is I see you, Mike Leach. I mean, you know, <laughs> bringing that offense. And somebody said on Twitter, I think they said, is it possible that Will Rogers is the best quarterback Mike Leach has ever had? Which is saying something because Mike Leach has had some good quarterbacks. He's had some like, good quarterbacks. So he knows how to get an offense clicking. He does. And I think, mm-hmm. you know. They just there's a pace they have to play at. There's a there's a rhythm to it, but it's like once it gets going, I think it's really hard to defend when yeah. when your receivers are catching the ball like like ours were on Saturday. Yeah. So I was so proud of them and so happy yeah. for them. And I I mean I listen I I can't even imagine what it was like to sit in that stadium as an Auburn fan and uh-uh. and just for it to to turn on a dime like that. Oh, but uh. it's painful. 
the frustration. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, the frustration. I mean, that's, listen, I felt it Saturday night for myself because (laughs) somebody did say, and I thought it was so true as they said, what a weird year that we swept the Alabama schools, but lost to the Mississippi schools. Like you don't, that's true. You don't think about that happening in the, you know, like Mm -hmm. if you beat both the Alabama schools and you think surely we're going to, no, we're going to run the table. Uh huh. No, weird year, but listen, Auburn, I feel your pain, but state, what a game. Well, the SEC West is such a, it's just a a mess in terms of the standings. I mean, it's just fruit basket turnover. Yeah. So, but that's kind of fun that it's, it's also unpredictable and, and I don't know. So we have, um, we have two home games left, so we'll see how it all turns out, but I'm, I've, I've enjoyed this win a lot, I will say. Yeah, I know. That's a good one. Hey, it's me. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, which is the magic trifecta. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. The holidays can be so hectic with all of our list of things that we need to do and things that we need to accomplish, but HelloFresh helps keep things simple with recipes and ingredients that cut out grocery shopping and limit meal prep time so you can spend more of the festive season with friends and family. As fall transitions to winter, there's nothing better than cozying up with a comforting home-cooked meal, and HelloFresh makes it easier to cook than picking up takeout. And HelloFresh isn't just for meals. Their marketplace features a variety of add-ons for breakfast, desserts, and seasonal snacks like Pillsbury pumpkin cookie dough. So if you have a house full for the holidays, HelloFresh is there with some solutions to make hosting easier. Plus, it offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order on the app within minutes. You can change your delivery day, your food preferences, your plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. HelloFresh makes the holidays easier. Your weekly delivery is made to help you cut back on meal prep and clean up, and their limited edition holiday boxes deliver everything you need to cook up a family feast. No planning necessary. It's magic, y'all. HelloFresh will absolutely be our go-to over Thanksgiving and Christmas break. Once Caroline gets home from school, I don't want to spend our time together worrying about what to cook, and HelloFresh is the perfect solution to help me spend more quality time with her instead of making grocery lists and cooking. It's also a great way for her to learn some cooking skills that she is going to need next year when she lives off campus. You can go to HelloFresh.com BigBoo14 and use code BigBoo14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that's HelloFresh.com BigBoo14. And use our code BIGBOO14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. And you'll see why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. So do you have any side eyes, any ICUs this oh, week? I do. Or, I mean, I, will... I understand you're distancing yourself. But... I know, but, but you still got to play the game. Okay. You know what I mean? And last week I was on top of the world. I gave all my ICUs to A&M. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And this week, I, no, <laughs> none, they get none of my ICUs. Okay. Um, it's just, it's football. It's the agony and the ecstasy of the game. That's exactly right. Um, I'm going to, my first one, and we've already talked about, I see you Mississippi state and Will Rogers and Mike Leach. Listen, that comeback was unbelievable. Will Rogers had a lights out game. Um, I'm going to say that that game for me, when I started to see y'all's comeback, I had felt real confident about A&M playing Ole Miss all day long until I saw y'all come back against Auburn. And I thought, Huh, maybe. <laughs> oh, bless. Um, maybe this is a bad sign if Mississippi <sighs> State was able to score 40 unanswered points on Auburn and we couldn't score a touchdown last week right. except for a defensive touchdown. Right. All of a sudden, I had I had a pause in my spirit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yes. It's like mm-hmm. this feels... Not great, Bob. Not mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my first ICU. My second one, and listen, Baylor fans, y'all hounded me about this. So I'm saying I'm I, I'm giving it. But Baylor, I see you for knocking off OU. Yeah. OU was fraudulent. We all knew that they were. <laughs> we just needed somebody to you, prove it. You have been determined all season. All uh-huh. season. Well, they did get an ICU one week. I think Oklahoma yeah. got an ICU one week. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. But but they really, for the most part, I've given them a side eye all season. And mm-hmm. I feel like everybody knew, oh, you doesn't deserve to be there, but they need to give us a reason to not put them there. So being beat by Baylor, who had been beat the week before by unranked TCU, becomes like, okay, OU, now you're gone. Goodbye. Listen, you're they the- rushed the field at Baylor. They were not messing yeah, around. Mm-hmm. And early. They rushed it. They rushed it three <laughs> seconds early. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> so then my other one is to, and this one pains me, but I'm going to say that Ohio State came out strong against Purdue. Okay. And, and I really thought Purdue was going to get the upset over them. And I hate to say it, but Ohio State, you might be the real deal. And I see your win against Purdue. Listen, that takes some humility, what you just did. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm just listening because the A&M loss has made me a better person. Okay. It's made me a, <laughs> made me a more humble right. person. Right. I have to remove the plank from my own eyes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Specs, mm-hmm. others. Um, so my side eyes, Cincinnati, I'm still side eyeing you. No, ma'am. You don't, you aren't there. Even Lee Corso said, not a power five team. You're not playing the same competition. But I didn't realize they still have to play SMU and Houston. So I'm thinking one of the one of them is gonna knock Cincinnati off. Okay. My other side eye is for the officiating. SEC, you made some terrible calls. You had a terrible Saturday, and you need to do better. You have a lot of TVs to look and get that right. You have a lot of eyes watching those games. Because A&M at one point, we had two different calls. And listen, that game, we would have lost it anyway. But I'm saying one time you chose not to measure for a first down when you clearly should have, because I think we got the first down. And then you called us for targeting, which was not targeting. And then you dismiss the targeting, but you still call it a late hit. It is not a late hit if that player is still progressing down the field. That is not a late hit. That was a terrible call. I think the announcers agreed with you that that was a terrible call. I don't. I, I, yeah, I, if I remember correctly, they also felt like they that need was to a- do that. They need to do better. So that's my. That's it. And then I would give a side eye to the Longhorns, but I mean, what do you even say at this point? Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, what do you even say? Y'all got a whole thing. Y'all got a pole assassin. You've got a monkey. You lost to Kansas, who hadn't won a road game since George W. Bush was president. Is that I true? Mean, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Kansas has not won a game on the road since George W. Bush was president. Man, I had no idea. Yeah. That would yeah. be discouraging. <laughs> um, you know, that's discouraging. I just took a sip of water and nearly spit it out. <laughs> Sorry. It is discouraging. It is discouraging. (laughs) That's been some years. It has been some time. (laughs) It has been some time since Kansas has won a road game. Well, they must be so relieved. Well, yeah. I mean, talk about getting a monkey off your back. the ones that just just surprise you in the moment that are really the the longtime treasures aren't they i mean you have to laugh in your own grief mm -hmm, you really do hey it's me here to tell you all about best fiends i think we all know by now that i have a slight obsession with college football sometimes i get a little too intense and i need to take it down a few notches when i start to get ramped up i have found the best way to wind myself down is to play a few levels of best fiends It's a great way to calm my mind while I watch football or anytime I start to feel stressed. I just play a few rounds of Best Fiends and it takes my mind off my checklist and all the things I'm worried about and why the Aggies aren't running the football. I've recently reached level 824 and y'all, I'm so proud of myself. There's nothing as satisfying as moving to the next level and feeling like I've accomplished something while relaxing at the same time. Anytime I get one of my little fiends to evolve into its next character, I feel so proud of myself. Best Fiends has it all, an amazing storyline, collectible fiends, and tons of fun puzzles. And you can play anywhere. No Wi-Fi? No problem. Play Best Fiends wherever and whenever you want with an offline mode. So even if your holiday travels take you off the beaten path, you can still play Best Fiends. It's one of my favorite things to do when I'm on an airplane. Best Fiends has literally thousands of levels with more added all the time. So there's always something new. There's always something exciting. There's always a new challenge to conquer. You can download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Oh, God. Okay, so what else besides football? Any other interesting developments? Well, I have a couple. Uh, Oh, good. uh, One is I have some really exciting news about crackers. Oh. <laughs> I just, it's been a long time since I feel like I've really discovered a, a, an exciting new cracker option. Okay. But I did, um, just in the last couple of days, I was at Trader Joe's and I was, I was getting kind of our normal stuff. And I was in the section with 
Um, and I sent you a picture last, last week of their jalapeno puffs that are made with yeah, quinoa and rice. I really encourage you to try them. <laughs> but I spotted a cracker on the very bottom shelf that I had not seen before. And it's a trail mix cracker. Oh, oh. And so it, sure, it's a, it's a kind of the size of a club cracker. It's like that uh-huh. shape. Uh-huh. And it's got lots of seeds and it's got like, there's a cashew in there too. And, and there's, and then a raisin even in the cracker. Oh, here's what I found to pair that cracker with the Trader Joe's unexpected cheddar, like Uh a slice of that on top Uh is a near perfect, sweet, savory, salty bite. Oh, that sounds delicious. Now the crackers aren't super sweet, but because there's a raisin in there, you know, I mean, there's a Uh little, there's a tiny bit of sweetness to it. But uh-huh. with that super savory, unexpected cheddar that has, it's white cheddar with Parmesan, little bits of Parmesan in it. Yeah. It's so good. So it's, it's going to be a go-to charcuterie option for me from this day uh, forward. It's, that sounds delicious. It's a, a fantastic cracker. Okay. Well, so, that is great news. Mm-hmm. That is so good to know. Um, so there's that. And then okay. the second thing I would like to mention is that last night I watched a Dale special on CBS. Oh, listen, I, I have not finished it, but I'm almost finished with it. And it is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. There, there's so many elements to it. One is just the people watching aspect. There are a lot yeah. of famous people there. Yeah, Every there time there's a crowd shot, you see somebody new. I, yeah. I love that they showed up for that. Yeah. Because it's not a super big crowd, and it's at the Griff- uh-uh. at the um, Griffith. Why can't I talk? It's at the Griffith Observatory in LA. So it's just this yeah. gorgeous setting. Some of the most beautiful drone shots you've ever seen in your life. Uh-huh. Then you have her voice. Oh, her awesome. makeup is amazing, uh-huh. and we all want to know what her lip color was that she was yes. wearing. Yes, so good, so um, good. And then interspersed with that is an interview she did with Oprah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's fascinating and led to me waking up at five o'clock this morning wondering what Adele is on the Enneagram. Okay. Okay. And all right. Here's what I'm going to say. I posted this on my Instagram story today. I think she's uh-huh. a nine um, okay. because she talks about being numb to her feelings. She talks about how uh-huh. all she wants is for her son. All she wants for her son is for him to be happy and to, to uh-huh. be a good person. Like she's not, she doesn't have, you know, like 79 goals for him. Um uh-huh. Oh, wait, Hazel's barking at something. Sorry. Um, But just there were so many things she said, like how even her close friends didn't know how she really felt about Uh the relationship that she was in. Because, listen, as nines, we we are going to feel like a lot of the time we're not we're not going to go all the way in with how we feel about something because we don't want to upset you. Uh Um, And we we don't want to disrupt whatever's happening to turn the focus on us. So um, everybody just look the other way. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. it's been so interesting. People who have replied back to me who have had other theories about her enneagram. Oh, and what do other people think? Well, some people say. Well, one person in particular thought maybe she's a one, mm-hmm. um, because she does feel some guilt about her divorce. But I, yeah. I tended to think of that more like it disrupted the peace of what her life was. But yes, um, and I will say I texted Jamie Golden this morning. We went back mm-hmm. and forth, and she absolutely thinks she's a nine too. Okay. And All right. I feel like Jamie, Jamie's a really good Enneagram source. Mm-hmm. Um, another person said she was a three, and I, mm-hmm. which I get. But when nines are healthy, they operate like threes. And I feel like threes always have a lot of goals for other people. And she does not seem to be that way. No, I would uh, agree with that. Um, so I don't know. People just, somebody said a five, but I don't get five mm-hmm. from her. Maybe because I'm married to a five. I don't get five from her yeah. at all. Anyway. Okay. It was, it was really interesting. So anyway, all that to say, I just thought the whole thing was fantastic and I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, it was so good. Her, it's really rare. Maybe this is a nine thing. It's really rare for me to watch anybody else do anything and think, man, I wish that was my gift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't really, normally I'm like, man, that's their gift. Good for them. Mm-hmm. But like watching her, I was like, man, what would it be like to look like that and sing like that and be on that stage and just, and I think the thing about her that so is she sings these songs and they're so heartfelt and it makes you feel like you could sit down and sob. Like it'll make me churn up some emotional baggage mm-hmm. left over from 1986. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, 
it'll get you all in your feelings. But then she's hilarious. Like she's so disarming because she's just so funny. And you can tell she doesn't take herself seriously. Well, that's the thing I I really love about her. And this is the quality I'm drawn to over and over again. You've probably heard me say it before. Mm -hmm. But when somebody can operate in their in the fullness of their gifts, and there's some ease about it. Like it's not try hard. It's not look Mm -hmm. at me. It's just like, hey, here's the thing I was made to do. And it's so easy to watch them because they're so comfortable with that thing. I am drawn to that like a moth to flame. And that is exactly how she is. Yeah, that's how she is. Like, I Mm -hmm. thought it was interesting because I feel like we had a very big music week with Taylor coming out with her version of Red and then with Adele having this show. But I thought when I look at the two of them and see them in interviews, I'm like, the the one that I would want to go have a drink with would be Adele. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she feels like she would be more my kind of girl. I think we would, but I mean, I adore Taylor Swift's music and I think she's so gifted and listen, that 10 minute all too well <laughs> listen. is a whole thing in and of itself. It's, that's, that's a separate episode almost. And listen, if you haven't seen it, you just need to know it has a lot of bad language in it. it so there's a lot of yeah, language. It, um, it is not yeah. for the children and it may not be for some adults, no. but knowing that she directed that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's, um, there's a lot of emotion in that and Mm -hmm. it's fascinating. She basically had them act out a page of several of her diaries. You know what I mean? Like Like, I'm like this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This whole, what did you do with the scarf, Jake? Where is the scarf? (laughs) That's what we want to know. That's what we want to know. That scarf. Mm Uh huh. Which I did get. I went down a rabbit hole Saturday night. And if you go to Jake Gyllenhaal's Instagram right now, like his latest post, everybody's like, "Where is the scarf? You kept her like a promise. She kept you like an oath." That's the best line in that song. That's the best line in that song. You kept me like a secret. I kept you like an oath. Uh I'm like, golly, who Taylor? I know. I'm going to say she and Adele, they've seen some things for two women in their early 30s. You know, they've been through a lot. They've been through a lot. And so, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate people telling their stories. Yeah. Indeed, I do. So, yeah, I appreciate the the new music. Uh You know how Erin Moon has one of her playlists that I love on Spotify that's creating drama in my otherwise healthy marriage, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. breakup songs. I feel like between Taylor and Adele, that's it. Like it's it's it can cause me to like feel some angst that really I don't have any reason to feel in my life right now is a middle-aged happily married woman you know like it's just Mm -hmm. um I don't nobody's nobody's kept me like a secret while I kept them like an oath that's but I can feel it yes in that moment god that's a good line that's such a good line and and everybody has a friend who at some point Uh, has been kept like a secret you know uh while they kept the other person like an oath so Uh Mm-hmm. Well, and you can go back to those days too. I mm-hmm. mean, it takes you back to like, oh, I remember why I felt like that at one point. Yeah, so. for sure. Okay, oh. so do you have some five favorites for us? do have five favorites today um I okay so my very first one y'all know how I love the rosehip oil you know that the rosehip oil has been it was my OG I feel like right. you know you've been steady um, and true with the rosehip yeah. oil and I still have it but I've discovered what I've and I had bought this and then I had kind of forgotten about it and then when I cleaned up my bathroom a couple of weeks ago I was like oh yeah so it's this advanced clinicals turmeric face oil okay so here's what it's supposed to help with redness blemishes dark spots which you know is my personal nemesis sure um but it feels a little lighter than rosehip oil um and i have been putting it on my face for whatever reason i think because i did the microneedling and then i'm using my for whatever reason my face tends to get a little red (laughs) these days is what i'm saying yeah um and it really calms it down like it it takes away the redness and so i have started like after i wash in the morning And then I do my vitamin C and let it soak in. And then I do a light coating of the turmeric face oil. And then I put my moisturizer and then my sunscreen on top of that. Okay. And I just think it is really, um, I don't know. It's kind of evened out my skin a little bit more. Okay. Um, 
so I like it and it, and it keeps me from getting red. And then at night after I get out of the shower, I put it on and let it soak in and then I'll put on my heavy duty moisturizer before bed. Okay. Cause I also, the redness can be a thing with me too. So yeah, that's good. It to really know. cuts down. Well, and I had like a, like a, a blemish, like right in between my eyebrows and it was red and it was weird. Cause I just like, then I put the turmeric on and it was like in an hour, I was like, you don't even see it anymore. Like it was <laughs> like, it just, yeah, it's crazy. So okay. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Okay. So that's one. Um, the next thing is probably why sometimes my face is red is I had started doing that where you dermaplane your face with the facial razors. Yes. Um, and I had been using the tinkle ones cause that's what everybody said, but I have since discovered the Shiseido facial razors. Okay. I don't know if it's Shiseido, whatever. I'm going to say that they are, for me, they're so much better. Okay, like, why are they better? Um, I feel like they're sharper, but not in a dangerous way, but I, <laughs> okay. I, I yes. feel like. They just, I feel like they really get down to your skin. Like okay. I feel like they much as it's a much smoother, um, it sounds weird to talk about shaving your face, but it's a much closer shave is what I'm going to say. Okay. I just think that they really get rid of all the hair and the debris. And I'm going to tell you that I've gotten to wear like once every two weeks, like on a Saturday, I'll do that to my face and then I'll put that turmeric oil on top. And it just feels like it gives me like a little automatic facial. Okay. That's great to know. Yeah. So big fan of that. Um, and then, and I will say if you have not done the facial shaving, like it seems scary, but it really, it does not grow back weird. It doesn't grow back dark. It doesn't grow back anything other than what it already was. Right. Um, this, the third thing, I think that I made this, this was one of my favorite things. I think when we were at the Brenham live show, but I haven't mentioned it here is, um, Jones road is a new cosmetic company that Bobby Brown founded because Bobby Brown is no longer associated with Bobby Brown yes. cosmetics. And so she started Jones road, which is for the more mature woman. Um, and I ordered several products, but the one that I have really fallen in love with is the miracle balm. Okay. I wondered the other day, if, I mean, I figured you were still wearing it, but I wondered how you felt about it now that it's been kind of a, a longer term deal. Yeah, I love it. Like, I really, I really like all of them. Like, she, there's their sparkle wash eye thing, and there's a face pencil that I like okay, but I don't think the face pencil is revolutionary. It's more okay. like a concealing pencil. Um, but I love the sparkle wash eye stuff. But the Miracle Balm, to me, is the real miracle. Okay. Because it's like a, it's, it's a, what am I trying to say? It's like a, it's not a liquid. It's a solid. It's like a solid <laughs> It's a bomb. But, but it's a bomb. Thank you. That's in the name. What's wrong with me? It's a and I got it in bronze because that is a better and when you when you uh, like, well, this looks really dark, but it just when you kind of blend it in with your fingers, and so I just kind of use it as like kind of bronzer. Okay. And you can kind of put it anywhere that you just need a little bit of color. And it's a real subtle color. Mm -hmm. Um, but it just feels good because especially this time of year when my face can be so dry, it just a dewier look that doesn't and I feel like sometimes the powdery stuff especially as we get older can kind of sink into our fine lines yes yes that's so, exactly why I like that Ilya that skin tint oil stuff so much because same deal like it doesn't settle in places you know it's yeah a, it's yeah it's a critical thing you you don't know it that is. you're gonna need mm-hmm well, you don't want to look powdery and dry, right. you know, like you need to look, I need to look fresh faced and impossibly glowy. That's exactly so right. So the Miracle Ball is really good. Um, and then speaking of glowy, um, I got this from the Sephora sale and I've loved the Laneige uh, lip sleeping mask, but mm -hmm. they actually have a glowy lip balm now, um, <sighs> which is just a true lip balm that you can carry in your purse because the other, like the sleeping mask is heavier and it's in a tub. And so I'm not going to carry that right in my purse, but the lip balm is just as good, but it's an actual lip balm. And so you can carry it and put it on during the day as you need a lip balm. And to me, it's every bit as good as the mask. It so helps your lips not get chapped, especially right now when it, you have days that are dry and windy. Does it um, look... and it's got a really pretty finish. Okay. That's what I was going to ask you. Does it look glossy mm -hmm. on your lips or or yeah, what it's glossy okay yeah, it's glossy but it's not overly glossy mm -hmm. you know what I mean but it just gives you but I, to me it's the perfect thing because especially if you don't have a mirror like I'm not going to try to put on lipstick during the day but it gives you like a good gloss and kind of highlights your lips okay so big fan of that and then my fifth thing is um so right now Abel is having their big Black Friday sale um, and I've posted a couple of things because there's some things that I love. But one of my favorite things I've gotten from this them this fall are the Erica booties. Oh, you know how I, oh, those are good. 
they are good. Like they're so comfortable. Um, mine, like these, they have that kind of wash leopard look. I would say that in person, mine are more subtle leopard than what these look like. Okay. But a great neutral color. I love the pointy toe because I didn't have any like more pointy toe booties. Um, but they are super comfortable and the heel on them is the kind that you can walk in all day. Like they're so comfortable. Um, they just fit really well. They're a great neutral. They go with everything. I just really, really love them. Um, and you can get 25% off on them right now. And I think that goes through, I mean, I think almost through Christmas. So if there's something at Able that you want, this is the time. But I really recommend these booties if you need a good pair of booties. Those are so cute. They don't have my size right now. Oh, sorry. That's I missed an opportunity. You did, but that's okay. Maybe it'll come back around. Mm -hmm. but they're I just. So. Yeah, they're really good. If you just need a good kind of neutral booty, those have become my new go-tos. Okay, I think they're great looking. Golly, uh -huh. those are cute. Yeah, they're really cute. And they have lots of cute ones, but those are just the ones that I really like right now. And then they have, I was going to look real quick, because they have another one kind of similar. I don't see it right now, but they're almost like a cowhide print, and I love those too. But I don't oh. see them on the website. They might be sold out. Okay, well... But I'm, this is, listen, this is going to be like, um, the Camellia Sam Edelman boot for me. I feel like yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to stalk them. I am. I'm going to come back around and back around and back around because I'm uh -huh. like you, I don't have a pointy toe boot right now. And I, I yeah. really like these. Mm -hmm. They're a good one. They're a good one. Okay. So, well, thanks for those. Well, you're so welcome. Thanks for listening. Okay, everybody. Well, that's about it for this week, I guess. We're going to. Yep. We're going to come back around next week and we'll just see where we are with all the football stuff. Who knows? Right. Listen, yeah, that's what that isn't that the truest mm -hmm. statement of the world right now. Who knows? Who knows? But yep. thanks so much for being here and we will talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.